Hello, everybody. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the show, The Big Show. The show about all kinds of things preppers. We are uh, salty and spice, and uh, I'm totally botching our opening. This is 3BY, Beans, <laughs> Bullets, Bandages, and You. So welcome to the show, The Big Show, the most important and critically acclaimed podcast that is recorded in our well truck today, because we're in the big white truck. That's right, the big white studio today. The noisy studio. The noisy studio. There's going to be, a, since the audio is not as good on these, because, well, this old truck is kind of lets the air flow in pretty well. So, welcome to the show, and uh, we're on our way back from the place. A night at the place. A night at the place, and um, it's actually, she's sp- spent nights at the place many, many, many times, but it was my first night at the place, because I usually have to work a lot. I have like umpteen zillion jobs, and I never really get away, and I don't like sleeping where it's really super hot, so the summer really doesn't... We have no electricity there, and uh, yeah, yeah. So this looked like a really nice weekend, and so we got out there, and and I have my own. Everybody's got their quirks of what they like and what they don't like. So we had to to work my quirks into the routine. For example, we decided to eat just some MREs we happen to have, and she eats them cold. I do. Ugh. <laughs> I do not. <laughs> but I've been with my salty for a while, so I had heaters for his. <laughs> she had heaters for mine, and you know MREs, and these are these are MREs that are starting to get some. They're starting to be long uh, in the tooth. Senior senior MREs, so it was time for them to go. So we used the little MRE heaters for mine last night, and today we used the new rocket stove that we were trying out. So that's what today's podcast is going to be about. The rocket stove and the little uh, utensil set I ordered from Amazon this week. Now, we do not have any affiliations with any of these, whatever, at all. There's no, you know, I bought them with my own hard-earned cash. So I'm going to let her tell about the rocket stove first. Okay, it's small enough to be real, something a backpacker would really find worth bringing along. The utensil set has a uh, little pot with a handle, and there's a cup with a handle for heating smaller things like water. Okay, to be clear, I, she, she doesn't Two separate I, I, Yeah, they're packs. separate packages. These were not, or they didn't come together. I ordered them. But I'm going to recommend getting them both, honestly. Okay. So that's why I brought them both up. The rocket stove is a multi-piece thing, but it all fits into something that is roughly a four-inch cube. But the thing is, it's very, very light. Uh, less than four-inch cube, actually, and it's very light. And what you get is something that you can set on a surface. You want the surface right underneath it to be non-burnable, like a rock or sand or bare dirt, because some hot ash will drop down to it. But it doesn't have to be dry, because you're not actually setting the fire material on it. You got that base. It's got some holes along the bottom to provide your airflow from the top. A rocket stove is going to use the heat that's generated by the fire to draw air in the bottom, and then the air can go up through the top, so it provides its own bellows action, which is a much more efficient way to run a stove than just having an enclosed fire sitting on the ground. Yeah, well, what happens is when you have the fire sitting on the ground, and it it has this, uh, this gas comes off the wood, this wood gas. Methane. Methane, yeah. 
and that's burnable. Okay, so what this does is it, when it's in full combustion, is it takes that and it puts those, it shoots them out like jets. I've got some pictures of it doing it. This is how all rocket and volcano stoves go. These are also known as hobo stoves. Uh, although this one, hobos never really use rocket stoves, but they're just very, very, very efficient ways to do it. The one we're talking about, by the way, is the Conway model. Bought it off Amazon. I bought it for like $16. It's Today it's marked $19, but I bought it for $16 a few days ago. So it's the Conway model. Maybe they imagined we were going to give them good press because no, yeah, nobody sure knows us from Adam. That's what it was. <laughs> nobody knows us from Adam. That's okay. Uh, so you got that base, and the base will hold you up a little bit from the ground and allow airflow in the bottom. And then the middle part has a removable little cup that has a bunch of holes in the bottom. That's actually going to be your fire chamber. And the holes are bigger than the diameter of a pencil, but not that much bigger than the diameter of a pencil. And that limits what you can put in there. So you got this little fire chamber. And then the top part is another, it's like three quarters of a ring. It's got a gap in it. So you'll be able to reach in and feed in more fuel from the top without disturbing the pot. And then it's got a, a three-arm tripod holder that you can put a little uh, a pot on top of. Now the, these little three-arm holders, they kind of, they on this model, the one we have, they kind of go in for storage and they go out for... Yeah. Uh, but they've got little like alligator teeth on them, so the, it holds the pot pretty well. So even it, when yeah, you kind of tilt the pot, slide it bad. still grabs it. Yeah. You do want to set the thing fairly level, yeah. You or the pot will slide because it's not yeah. that great a grip. But it's not that tippy either. It's I've worked with much more tippy camping, heating kinds of things. Now, not bad. One of the things we always put these kinds of things on rocks. Well, we have a rock driveway, so it makes it really easy. But you definitely do not want to put this on on burnable burnable grass, grass because the fire bucket holds the fire up from the ground, but Hot embers are going to drop through there. They've so, got little screen kind of things to keep it from getting too bad, but there was still uh, Yeah, there was still ash in there. So. And if it was burnable dry grass, it would have been a burning problem. So you need, oh, a, what, two and a half inch uh, radius circle to set the thing down in, two inch radius circle, something like that. Not much space. So the beauty of this thing, really, is it can burn any tiny little bit of junk to heat your stuff up. We burned the boxes. The uh, MRE entrees came in. And yeah, about that should tell you ten you... sticks. Ten little... Whoop. Ten little... Never mind that. Ten little sticks. I was trying uh, to avoid a woolly worm on the road, and I kind of went off the <laughs> side. I try not to squish the willy worms. But let's not let's sacrifice the road the for them. So I can not squish a willy worm. Uh, the sticks were thinner than my finger. So you can get that kind of trash from anything. You can burn pine cones in there. I, I burned some little twists of a newspaper I had sitting around. And not I, many of them. We're not talking about much at all. Yeah. I also keep handfuls of dry grass. When I'm walking around and the, and the old grass, last year's grass, is really, really dry, I grab that up and I stick a handful of it in the burnables box I keep right inside the cabin door. And then I just grab that out and I always have something that's not dew wet. Right, to start fires with. Because this is, uh, we, 
we really got to do last night. I mean, it was, I walked outside of the, uh, of the cabin and, and stepped off the porch in the night and I got like three dew drops of water down my back as yeah. I was walking. The I mean, eat strip like considerably. Really pouring off that metal roof. So it's good to keep that, you got to keep that kindling dry. You don't need much to get the fire started, but you really want some because it makes your life much, much easier. Right. If I had needed to, I would have used uh, cotton and Vaseline, which I always have on hand there for fire starting. And I keep that stuff, after have to readjust there, in a small pill bottle because pill bottles are wide mouth, easy open, waterproof. And I keep a little pill bottle of that in my uh, bug out bags for fire starting. But I don't go there when I've got nice dry grass handy. So one little bit of dry grass couple of twists of old newspaper that were sitting around, some little sticks. Started up, I actually used a uh, fire clicker because it's more convenient, but a match or, or whatever would be fine. And you got a fire. You know, a, a lot of, tons and tons of survival is for all about uh, uh, how to, 14 ways of starting fire. And yeah, I can see that. You might want to have different ways of starting fire, but... You know, the best way to start fire is one of those little, you flick the thing and it starts. And uh, if you just buy a lot of those, you won't, you won't have to worry too much about trying to get the, the tender timber thing to spark. Maybe I'm a horrible person for saying this, but. Yeah, I've I've used the uh, flint and steel method. I mean, and it's I actually cool. practiced that work. when we were on our Yellowstone vacation. Yeah, it does work. But it's more of a hassle than this, and I don't consider carrying a lighter to be that much of a prepper cheat, to be honest with you. I carry a couple of them in all my bags. So, that's a lot of fire starting. It gives me a lot of time to practice with flint and steel before I have to be good at it. So, start the fire. One minute later, you got the uh, water heating up. Took uh, six minutes to go from cold to a, a cup of tea. Not counting the time to steep the tea. Yeah. I mean, six six minutes. So she she cooked herself a cup of tea, which is cool. And um, I'm going to just read. We're going to put the details in the article that's going to accompany this. But this particular one was the Cam Conway cooking Canway Canway cooking stove. And there's all kinds of these stoves. Uh, this one just has really super huge high ratings on Amazon, and it's only, you know, like I said, I paid 16 for it, but, you know. Also, uh, here's the, uh, oop, I pulled over even so that I could do this, and now I don't have internet. It should have internet. While he looks, While I, I will look, go ahead I'm, and, I'm, and tell you that um, after we made the tea, we decided to heat up an MRE just to see how well it worked for that. It's got a little pot with it. The pot has uh, right coated handles. I gotta go. Some, of all of the places to have a traffic jam, there is ridiculous. <laughs> I pull over to a country road, and I got two people waiting for me to pull out. It's it ridiculous. There's like three people that live out here, and they're we're, here. We all are. Yeah, three people in this half of the county, and they were all lined up. Okay, so uh, sorry about that. So the idea was we just. Uh, Empty the contents of the MRE envelope into the bigger cooking pot. We had the spoon that came with the MRE. It took four minutes four to minutes get the right food hot. I timed it. 
the only fuel I used was three little sticks and the box that the MRE entree came in. That was enough heat right, to uh, get the uh, MRE heated up appropriately. We heated it about two minutes because it, it, like, you know, it was like, eh, okay, was that going to be enough? No, nah, it wasn't quite enough. It was warm, but it wasn't there. In four minutes, it was good. Now, one of the things when you're cooking in these little pots, you're cooking MREs or whatever, and you're cooking over a fire, this is something a lot of people may not know, but when you hear it sizzling, you should be stirring. When you hear it sizzle, you should be stirring. The little yes. cups that came with it have a nonstick interior, which was nice. Right, and they uh, they also uh, have these little... Uh, uh, Ear handles yeah, the that handles are coated with have, uh, um, non-conducting material. So you flip them out before you start heating because they do melt. The part of the coating that was closest to the pots actually melted on mine when the fire licked up and just, caught it. Just a little bit. It was uh, not plenty, plenty to uh, still grab with, so not a problem. But it did, so if you had left those on the pot, that would have been a bad thing. Right, and if you cook on anything but a little rocket stove or an alcohol stove or whatever... You know, yeah, those would melt. They wouldn't be useful for other kinds of purposes. Right. Now, one of the things about this stove that is kind of cool, if you really are really into alcohol stoves, is this can be used as one. You can put the little can inside of it, and it'll work. Yeah, the burnable fuel things can be stuffed into the combustion chamber. It's, it's sized for it, so they fit perfectly. I don't really know why you would, because you just, I mean, sticks. A cardboard, a spare cardboard paper, whatever. Stitch, I think uh, people in desert areas who hike do that, but yeah, I guess I guess they have trouble areas. finding anything that can burn. I guess so. Um, the comparison, the thing I usually use is a Kelly kettle, and yeah. uh, we'll put a link in for the Kelly kettle article. I love me my Kelly kettle, but if this... I for a bag to travel with, I would uh, take this little hobo stove instead because it is lighter it doesn't require as much water it's a little less convenient and a little more fussy to put together but that's not saying much because they're both darned easy and it's easier to use a pot on this one than it is to use a pot on the kelly kettle i'm not a fan of the kelly kettle pot i usually use the kelly kettle for hot water preparation Right. Now, the Kelly Kettle does have a hobo stove accessory, which turns the, the Kelly Kettle base into a rocket stove. But it's not included with the kit that we have, and this little stove is pretty nice for a backpacking-type size. This so is much lighter in, and smaller. Yeah, there's a, there's a, it's available in several sizes. You can get bigger ones in. I think this is the smallest one, or the, it might actually be the, the second to the smallest one. They actually make a little bit of a smaller one that isn't quite as cool but the um the difference is you know she says the the rocket stove doesn't use as much water as the kelly kettle that's true that doesn't use any water you don't have to have any water to use it unlike the kelly kettle which you can just cook on the little grill thing but it's kind of a joke to be honest with you that little yeah, grill it, thing is it, just it's not pain. yeah the, that never worked well the kettle part of the kelly kettle is awesome it is the rest of it yeah, so for so hot water and for water purification, the Kelly Kettle is my go-to, and it stays in my car, and I'm going to keep using it a lot. But if you've got uh, stuff you want to heat over a stove-type thing, that works. And you can heat water in it. You just put water in a cup and heat it there. And the bigger of the two little pots had uh, volume markings, so it would be easy to choose the right amount of water when you were going to uh, heat up 
one of the backpacker meals, they tell you how much water to add. It would be easy to heat up the right amount of water and just pour it in the backpacker meal pouch. I'm a big fan of those for uh, bug out bags, by the way, because it's quick, actual food. And hot for not much weight. Never underestimate the morale value of hot food. I keep coming back to this because it's so true. Having a hot meal when you're when you're in a bad situation, it's just if you can just take a couple minutes, sit down and have hot food, it really is a big deal. Yeah, if you, if you've had a beautiful day, it's no big deal to eat your MRE cold as I often do. Or if you've been out there mowing or cutting wood or something like that, uh there is a one after this uh, black vehicle you can go. Okay. Uh, Sorry, she blocks my view. To... <laughs> <laughs> I can't see around her, so there we are. Yeah, so, okay. Totally busted my train of thought there. Let me yeah, think. Uh, where was I going with if that? You were having a, if you were having a good day. If you're having a good day, it's not bad to eat cold. But if you've been walking in the rain for a while, hot food is a giant thing. Or if you're cold and tired, hot food in six minutes is a really beautiful thing. Uh, what this says is the, I guess the company name is Wundi, W-U-U-D-I, Camping Equipment, Outdoor Camping Pots and Pans Set, Two-Piece, Camping Cookware. Those, uh, my two pots apparently cost $12. Uh, Available through Amazon Prime. Wouldn't you say they're pretty good for $12? Yeah, the uh, they felt stable enough that it didn't feel like the handles were going to fall off, which I've experienced with those right. kinds of things before. The little cup fits on on top of the big cup, and, and it, it comes in this little bag, so you can like fill it with stuff, so that you're not wasting all that space. That space could be completely full of stuff. For example, if I were coming out here, in fact, I may do this when I have a a, a break to come out here again to do some fall wood cutting. I would uh, take a little Ziploc bag with my uh, oatmeal and dried fruit and stuff, measure it all out, put it in a little Ziploc bag, pack the little Ziploc bags in here, uh, get my little dried uh, vegetables and stuff to make my soup at night and put in my TVP stuff so I can have a stew sort of thing, have that measured out, put it in a Ziploc bag, pack all those guys. I can put them all inside that uh, two-cup assembly. And carry them that way, and then... Keeps them from getting torn up, and it also keeps the vermin out of them. Because it's not super-duper tight without the bag, but it's pretty tight when the bag is closed on it, so... Yeah. So it'll keep the, you know, keep the mice out of it, and keep the keep the bags from getting torn up, and... And frankly, it just... It's, it's easy on the space. Yeah, I, I was pleased by it, and for a little uh, bug-out bag kind of solution for hot food... The MRE heaters are are nice and all, and we use them because they came in some of the MREs we bought, and we might as well use them up before they they go bad. But frankly, they are single use, and they're not, not a great option. They're better than cold, unless you like to eat your MREs cold, and that's just weird. It's <laughs> weird. Okay. Okay. There's something wrong with that. Okay. Don't care. Don't care. Smoking Jay Cutler. Do not care. Don't care. You can dislike it all you want. I didn't ask you to eat yours that way. So yeah, that was uh, that was two of our uh, our two experiments for today. We also did one which 
Uh, I'm going to, I don't know what I'm going to do, a full gun review or how I'm going to do it. We had a, I'll go ahead and throw the talk in here because we've got a couple more miles till we hit to our destination. Uh, I'll drop her off at a local lake and she can go kayaking this morning. Uh, so, anyway, long story short, uh, BB gun, a Daisy 426 BB gun. With, it's one of those CO2 models. Shoots BBs only. And you're, what has that got to do with prepping? What on earth does a Daisy BB gun that shoots 430 feet per second cost $19 have to do with prepping? Ask the squirrels in my tree. <laughs> the squirrels that stole half my peach crop in five hours. Yeah. Will this kill the squirrels? No. Will this give the squirrels a sore butt? Yes. <laughs> Will it discourage the squirrels from living around my house? Hopefully. Will it cause any danger or really mad neighbors? No. We can do it safely in town. Safely that, and legally in safely town. Safely and legally in our town. Now, not all towns, you can do this. Some towns consider BB guns firearms. Some places you have to buy a permit to get a BB yeah. gun. Yeah. We're thinking about you, poor paranoid prepper. Oh, yeah, Jersey. <laughs> I mean, goodness gracious. Uh, it actually looks like a real gun. It feels like a real gun. It's made of plastic, but it's still got some good heft to it. That, the hand feel is pretty similar. Uh, the the trigger, trigger is not is, is, that yeah. far off a fairly bad trigger for a handgun. But it's See, enough to give not, you a, a trigger feel. Thing ever. But it's a $20 plastic gun, so what do you expect? But Side picture looks that, a heck of a lot like my Glock. Yeah, the, the actual the feel is pretty good. Yeah. And... The sight picture, as long as there's plenty of gas in it, it's a pretty accurate little gun. Sight picture is pretty realistic. I don't know how it is for the rest of the world, but the eye my brain wants to use is my left eye. And I shoot right-handed. I'm kind of ambidextrous, but a right-handed person taught me. So I shoot right-handed, and I have trouble making my brain pay attention to my right eye when my left eye's open. But, of course, that's the way I want to do it, so I can be aware of what's going on without squinting my left eye shut when I shoot. So I have to consciously practice that a lot so that my brain will pay attention to my right eye when my left eye is open when I'm using open sights. It's not, it's not hard with optics, but with open sights, it takes practice, and this is a great thing to practice for very little money. Yeah, I mean, she, she shoots, she shoots a, a Glock, okay? Okay, it's a nine millimeter, but it's still twenty cents around anyway. You cut it, and this BB. I mean, we spent we shot hundred rounds, hundred fifty rounds, something like that. And shot up one cartridge full of CO two. Yeah, I think I didn't exactly measure it, but probably about hundred fifty rounds. And you're talking about not even a dollar's worth of. BBs and, and cartridge, probably 50 cents worth, if that. And we sat there plinking away for, you know, what, half an hour? And we're just sitting on our porch, holding the gun out, shooting it at some old cans. Kind yeah. of fun. Felt a little redneck sitting on the porch shooting. Yeah. It was kind of fun. I mean, it really, BB guns yeah. are kind of fun. Now, I am going to get one of those fully automatic ones, just because I have to. 
just it's a law <laughs> someday and just shooting fully automatic BB guns sounds fun but there will be no prepping value to that this one there actually is a little just a little bit and it's also everything you need to know about firearms safety and how to shoot and form and stance and grip Everything like that that you need to know can be taught with a BB gun. That's how I learned it. I learned it on a BB gun. I learned target shooting on a BB gun. You'd have to kind of monitor the beginning shooter to make sure they don't develop bad habits. Because you can't. Like leaving the top of their hand where a slide would take off chunks of it. Right. Or sticking their hand in front of the barrel. Or... You know, why, letting somebody walking in front of you while you're holding it out. You know, this is not something we would really think too much about because we don't do this sort of thing. But, you know, I've seen kids play with BB guns. So this is, I don't, I don't think a BB gun is a toy. I think it's a gun. Like it's a gun that's just basically non-lethal. Because you're going to use a gun like you practice using guns. The only thing I would situations. say about BB guns that I would be very, very cognizant of is should always wear eye protection while you're shooting them because they can put your eye out. Mom said. <laughs> but I in all so. seriousness, they could put your eye out. So. Yeah. To give you an idea of how forceful they are, we had the uh, little aluminum cans we are shooting. Think, and, think uh, pop cans. That's what they were. Yeah. At, oh, what was that, 15 yards, 10 yards distance? Probably 10 yards. 10 yards, the BBs were going in, but not coming out. So, what ought to tell you about where we're at? Well, we have reached our destination. I am going to drop her off and go into town and do some grocery shopping. Then I'll come back, and you don't need to know any of that. So, we're going to... Two gonna... thumbs up on the stove, and the little set of pots we got to go with it. Rocket stove, easy to carry, light, worth putting in a bag. Going two thumbs up? I'm going two thumbs up. On both, the pots and the stove? Yeah, I will. How about the BB gun? Yeah. Yeah. All right. It's so. a very, very low-cost input for what you got out of it, and it was fun. Okay. We'll talk to you later.